You can absorb light. I can see it. And Kamala. Who's Kamala? Hi. She can turn light into physical matter, which I have never heard of. I could totally show you. No! Ladies, are we... Are we ruining entertainment? In this video, I will attempt to explain why the answer is kind of slash it's complicated. Over the past few years, a lot of people have been discussing how so many different franchises and IPs have been declining in quality due to going woke. And when people say woke in this context, usually they're referring to things like prioritizing diversity and representation over things like actual good characters and plots and commitment to source material. And I've made quite a few videos about this myself. In fact, that's largely all of the videos I make. And when I've talked about the motivation behind wokeness, I've largely pointed to just progressive politics. However, lately I've been seeing quite a few posts that instead of blaming progressive politics or any other type of social movement for wokeness in media, they instead point the finger at Women. For example, the post that inspired me to make this video reads, Lego did a study where they created the Lego Friends line for girls where they discovered that when a boy plays with a toy of a character, he tries to become the character. And when a girl does the same thing, she tries to make the character become her. So if you give a boy a Batman toy, he's gonna wanna know everything there is to know about Batman. And he'll try to think and talk like Batman when he plays with the toy. The little girl, on the other hand, is gonna make Batman go shopping, bake cookies, and go to the prom. That's not to say there aren't exceptions on both sides, but that's the data that allowed Lego to find get a foothold on the girls' market after decades of failed attempts. If you look at how women approach things like Star Wars or remakes of animated movies, is it any wonder that so many of them want to reinvent the IP either by feminizing it or changing the main character to look like them? Now, I haven't actually checked the veracity of this post because, I mean, we all know no one would actually lie about a study on the internet. But assuming that it is true, it would explain at least in part why so many different studios under increased female leadership, we're talking about people like Kathleen Kennedy, why they would choose to not only insert more female characters and more diverse characters, but also in some ways choose to pivot the focus of various franchises like Star Wars, like the MCU, from things like battling with the dark side or more universal human truth, for example, to the much more relevant, much more topical issue of gender politics. Perhaps for some women, the only way that they can get invested in a story, in a movie or a show is not only by literally seeing themselves on screen, but also by seeing those characters deal with things that they do or at least they imagine that they do in everyday life. And similarly, I also saw this post not long ago. It's a little meme and we have a bunch of black girls looking at The Little Mermaid by Halle Bailey, i.e. Black Little Mermaid, saying now we can finally feel represented, contrasted with an image of a bunch of men from different nationalities looking at Goku, saying, yes, that's literally me, with a caption saying, men can identify with the substance of the message, whereas women can only identify with the messenger. I wanna be very clear here because I know I'm gonna get comments about this that, you know, hashtag not all. Obviously there are some women, and I would even go so far as to say a lot of women who enjoy watching movies or series or reading comics and books with the interest of not necessarily seeing themselves literally represented in a character, but because they're interested in, I guess, being transported to different worlds and different types of characters whom they can see themselves represented in through things like character or struggles. But at the same time, I also think there's a lot of truth to these posts and that the feminine desire for on-screen representation has in a lot of ways led to these blatant self-insert characters and slash or the manipulation and degradation of existing franchises. We're gonna be talking a lot about it, but first I do wanna say thank you to today's sponsor, Bean. If you care about your health, getting a good night's sleep is one of the best things you can do for your body. That's because poor sleep can cause things like weight gain, mood issues, 
means poor mental health and lower productivity. And not only that, but I hate to break it to you, sleeping less than six to seven hours per night is also linked to reduced white blood cell count. As someone who has a toddler, trust me, I know how much a bad night's sleep can impact your day, and that is why I'm so thankful to have Beam. Beam's Dream Powder, if you haven't heard about it, is a healthy hot cocoa for sleep. And today, my listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder, their best-selling healthy hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. It's now available in delicious seasonal flavors like cinnamon cocoa that I have right here, sea salt caramel, and white chocolate peppermint. Better sleep has never tasted better. Dream contains things like a powerful all-natural blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, melatonin, and nano-CBD to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. A recent clinical study revealed that Dream helped 93% of users wake up feeling more refreshed, and 93% reported that Dream helped them get a more restful night's sleep. What I love about Beam is that it's become a delicious and relaxing part of my nighttime routine. I mix the powder into hot milk with a frother, and not only does it taste amazing and give me a little treat before I go to sleep, but it actually helps me sleep better. If you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, take advantage of their biggest sale of the year and get up to 50% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Lauren and use the code cyber at checkout. That's shopbeam.com slash Lauren and use the code cyber for up to 50% off. I'm a bad sleeper. I always have been, and I know how much sleep can affect your day-to-day. So if you've been struggling, I encourage you to give Beam a try and a huge thank you to Beam for sponsoring this video. Now, I know a lot of people who are watching this video who don't agree with me, who maybe do support things like diversity watched casting, they might be inclined to call me things like sexist or anti-woman, but trust me, nothing could be further from the truth. To be clear, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with wanting to watch media that you find more relatable. And I think if you look at the type of media and genres that women tend to consume, it is hard to deny that we slash they seem to put heck of a lot more emphasis on relatability than men do. For example, one survey that asked both men and women what types of books they'd read in the past year found that women were much more likely than men to say that they'd read something in the romance, mystery, thriller, and crime, or chiclet category, i.e. genres where yes, readers are going to have a much easier time relating to a main character, whereas men, on the other hand, were much more likely to report having read books in the history or science fiction and graphic novels genre. And obviously, there are going to be women out there like myself who prefer sci-fi to romance and similarly men out there who prefer true crime to history. But in general, it does seem like yes, men and women do have different preferences when it comes to consuming media. And at least one of the drivers for these different preferences might be a woman's increased desire to see herself in a story. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a good thing. It's just, it's a thing. I personally am a huge true crime slash mystery fan, but not really into things like romance or chiclet. But I think ultimately all genres are equally valid. It's just personal preference what someone might prefer. Where I think the trouble comes in, however, is when the desire to see yourself represented in a form of media becomes the central focus. And when it comes to that, it's not really a feminine versus masculine preference, if you ask me. It's more a question of narcissism and immaturity. And unfortunately, when we look at a lot of the creators behind modern day TV shows, shows, movies, and comic books. Yes, we are straight up dealing with immature narcissists. To illustrate what I mean, take, for example, one of the writers behind the Spider-Man 2 game that recently launched. Now, as I discussed in my dedicated video about Spider-Man 2, the appearance of Mary Jane in that game has caused some controversy because here is the actress that they supposedly modeled Mary Jane after. As you could tell, very beautiful woman. But the thing here is what Mary Jane actually looks like in the game. And now I'm not some sort of animation professional, but um, if you ask me, 
These look like two pretty different people. And as some people pointed out online, Mary Jane actually seems to have more of a resemblance not to the actress who she was supposedly modeled after, but toward one of the writers of the game. The resemblance is pretty uncanny if you ask me, and it's not just the fact that this Mary Jane character looks like this writer that's causing people to say, hey, maybe there's some connection here. It's also the fact that this writer, in her own words, actually seems to prioritize, guess what, representation in her work, perhaps to the point of even including a heavy-handed self-insert into a game. As people have clipped from this writer Ashley's site, in her bio she writes that storytelling is impactful, no matter what medium it's in. As a queer and hard-of-hearing person, I am looking forward to learn about the world around me while still telling stories true to my personal experiences. I aim to write impactful stories with representation that audiences could see themselves in. Who doesn't want to see themselves in their favorite games? I mean, if you ask me, probably people who are more interested in seeing Spider-Man in their favorite games than themselves, but go on. She also writes that I believe games are for everyone. They should be accessible and supportive of all players. Inclusivity, she writes, is incredibly important to me if you haven't noticed. Okay, like I said, there is nothing inherently wrong with wanting the media you consume to be relatable. But, and I think here's the catch, not all forms of media can or should be relatable. You want your romance novel to be relatable? Well, that just makes a lot of sense. Probably most of the women who do read romance novels are when they're reading them, imagining themselves as the main character being swept off her feet. But relatability can only go so far, especially depending on the genre you're working on. For some genres, the point of it all is to not be relatable, or at least not relatable in superficial aspects. I think even a really good sci-fi or fantasy series should be relatable in terms of like human emotions and experiences. I mean, if I'm watching a sci-fi series like Star Wars, no, I don't need the character to look or act like me. And in fact, it will probably take me out of the series if they do. And speaking of Star Wars, actually including self-inserts is something that Kathleen Kennedy has been accused of with characters like Rey in the new Star Wars films and also whoever that Phoebe Waller-Bridge's woman played in uh, the latest Indiana Jones. I mean, seriously, is it a coincidence that Lucasfilm's two biggest franchises under the leadership of Kathleen Kennedy now feature brunette young women as their main protagonists? There's nothing wrong with relatability, sure, but relatability was not the point of Star Wars, nor was it the point of Indiana Jones. And it's not just Kathleen Kennedy or that Spider-Man writer, guys. People online have been quick to point out all the different self-inserts that have arisen in entertainment over the past several years. And so, okay, you might be asking yourselves, we see the problem, but what exactly is the solution? And while I don't mean to sound like a South Park ripoff here, but I think the solution is to stop trying to pander to these people. Not every genre, not every franchise is going to appeal to everybody, and that's okay. If you're someone, for example, a woman who wants relatability in your content, that's perfectly fine. It's all right if you have that preference, but when it becomes a problem is if you have the expectation that everything should cater to that preference. And to be clear, I don't think that most women do even expect every genre or franchise to cater to them. I mean, before all these different activists like Kathleen Kennedy started trying to insert themselves into media, it's not like there were tons and tons of women out there lamenting that Star Wars wasn't for them. Star Wars already had tons of female fans who liked the franchise for what it was. And the women who didn't like Star Wars for whatever reason, it's not like they were en masse demanding that Star Wars change to suit their preferences. Again, if you ask me the problem that we're seeing now, it's not so much women at the 
core, it's these self-entitled narcissists. Again, the problem, if you ask me, isn't so much women, but rather these immature narcissists who not only demand this representation and relatability, but also do it in such a narrow and lazy way that it also hurts the overall story. But anyway, those are pretty much my thoughts. And as always, I would love to know what you think. Do you think there is validity to the idea that men and women tend to, on average, not talking about specifics here, but seek different things in the entertainment they consume? And would you say the over-reliance on relatability is why franchises like Star Wars and the MCU have gone downhill recently? Let me know down below. That's all for now though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.